say that's Oliver being uh, <laughs> smiling. Um, welcome to today's episode. We're sorry that we're alone. <laughs> um, welcome to today's episode, which I can already tell is going to be a um, a blue but We're continuing this, and now Oscar's walking to the room. Usually, sing about the other episode. It's gonna be one being so far. Let's get started on today's show. We're gonna do it. Um, well, one sec. Let's explain our um little absence. Little <laughs> absence from the show. So last Friday. Friday morning, Oliver had to leave for a baseball tournament. So, we weren't able to do it up on Friday. We tried getting it done on Thursday, but uh, Oliver had to go home and eat dinner before we could finish the show. And um, the times that he ha- were, were available on the weekend to call over the phone, I had tournaments for basketball in Kansas City. And um, so, our schedule just really didn't work out. But we're coming um, today's show. We're just gonna do the same exact schedule that we had planned for Friday, but we're gonna bump it to Tuesday. Let's get started on today's show of the stat line. We also let me say something. Um, last time we did NFC South predictions, and thanks to all the wonderful listeners who send who sent in stuff, and all the wonderful listeners who didn't and just listened into the show. That's fine too. Thanks for listening to today's show. And you can send in anything to the Sadly Podcast at gmail.com. All lowercase. It's really fun to say. It's really, really <clears> fun. <throat> so, <clears throat> serious face. Uh, it was an exact tie between me and Oliver for who had the more reasonable NFC South predictions. We had a perfect tie between me and him. And on today's show, we're going to get started with our AFC defense. Um, draft, so to speak. Uh, yeah, AFC All-Star Defense Draft. So we're going to pick 11 people. We're just going to do a standard 4-3. So we're going to pick one left end, one defensive tackle, well, two defensive tackles, a right end, two outside linebackers, an inside linebacker, two cornerbacks, a safety, and a free safety, or just two safeties, free safety slash safety. Let's get started, and I am on the clock because I'll forget the first pick for offense. So, let's see. I'm just going to look at the list of players. We have a list of players that we could potentially pick. Okay, first one that pops out to me, Miles Garrett, right end, plays for the Browns. He's been productive almost every year. He's played on the Browns. Um, got a lot of sacks. But what really jumps out to me that makes him a great player is his tackles for a loss. Last year in the NFL, he was second. Other side. <laughs> Other side. Really? Oh, oh yeah, it's a little chocolate, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I have a little chocolate. Oliver somehow said that. Yeah, so I, I did that. This was the good time. <laughs> I'm talking. <laughs> anyway, um, his tackles for loss. He was second yeah. in the NFL last year, I believe. He tackles for a loss just after Aaron Donald. Course, um, but he's in the uh, NFC. Whatever, at least he's gonna end up on my team. Um, <laughs> sorry. Um, 
Anyway, uh, yeah, he just jumps out to me as a great overall defensive player. He can get sacks. He usually gets around 10 every year and then uh, tackles for loss. That really jumps out to me. And I think he, he could be the number one starter on any team. Other, yeah, literally any team because the only player that I think is better than him rushing would probably be Aaron Donald. And he, he's versatile. He can play right or left end. Anyway. Or or tackle. He sometimes plays tackle. Too. Yeah, but of course, uh, most ends can play right or left end. Yeah. Anyway, Oliver, you are now on the clock with your first pick. Well, you kind of took who I wanted. <laughs> um. So, um, yeah, I feel like Miles Garrett is pretty well known in the NFL, or at least he should be after this after uh, his previous performance and yeah anyway um so i'm thinking alignment you know because emmett picked alignment so i'm gonna pick alignment um i'm gonna pick class wait what you said old lineman i mean d lineman yeah Yeah. so since emmett picked a d lineman i'm gonna pick a d lineman um a ton of names jump out to me uh when you think of uh, defense alignment, a ton of names jump out, a ton of good good people, and, um, and a ton of guys that, you know, are just a lot better. Um, they're at that second level. Um, so I'm going to pick someone that's on the third level. Um, I'm going to pick Class Campbell. Uh, he plays for Baltimore, I believe, still. he I'm pretty sure he used to play for the Browns, but, I mean, no the Jaguars, but now he plays for Baltimore. I think he's still on the roster. Um, He's a great player. He won the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award, I'm pretty sure. Um, So he's a great man, too. That's what I mean on third level. Uh, He's the second level as a NFL player and the third level as, uh, you know, somebody in the community. Uh, So, yeah, he's a a great player. Um, I feel like maybe my number two spot could have been picked here. Just because I've watched him play in a training camp before, I watched uh, my number two pick, who I feel like, well, well, the guy that I think I'm going to get because I know Emmett, he's probably not going to uh, pick him. Emmett, who are you going to pick next? Well, let me deduce this really quick. The only training camp you've been to is Chiefs, to my knowledge, and I don't think you're going to get Frank Clark, so that leaves Chris. I'll leave that last name up to possible contention. Um, let's see. So I'm I should have picked this guy for his pick. I thought Oliver would pick him. And I think he's actually the best defensive player in the AFC. TJ Watt, linebacker too. He, I'm picking him at number two spot. Um he you know, he almost won NFL Defensive Player of the Year. He definitely made a big jump from last year. And he, he might even be better than JJ this year. Or last year, or you know, even in the future, he did great. Um, I didn't, I didn't see that much of him, but from what I've seen, he can do an all pass coverage, but mostly he's a run stopper. But you know, he can also rush in, sack the quarterback. He can really do anything on above par level, but mostly he's a great run stopper. That's what I would say about him. But I've, like I said, I haven't seen too much of him. I don't watch a lot of Steelers. You know, I, I'm just not that interested in the Steelers. 
Sorry, the Steelers fans, but I'm not an expert on your guys' team, nor would I ever claim to be. Um, and then Oliver, who are you going to pick second? Um, I'm going to pick Chris Jones. Uh, yep. He's my dude. He's my dude. <laughs> yep. Um, he's an absolute, you know, beast. He takes up two spots on the line, at least. <laughs> and um, he is a handful. For the center, and uh, whichever for the uh, the center and the guard, uh, whichever side he's playing on, he will do great either way. You just shoot through the gap really quick, um, and he has athleticism that he can break down, uh, stop the run, or charge on and crush the quarterback to smithereens. Um, who are you gonna pick next, Emmett? Um, well, let's see. Last him to smithereens. Also, I think what you're talking about with t- taking up two spots is I think the Chiefs are on the 3 4, which is not what we're drafting, so you couldn't really draft t- too many Chiefs players. Yeah. Right? Don't they run a 3 4? Yes. Even they, yeah, yeah, they do. They they do. I, I remember because they have Tano Pasagno or something like that. Uh, pa- no, Passagno. They have Tano Pas- uh, Passagno. Who uh, blocked a field goal. Yeah, yeah, um, and they have Chris Jones, and they have um, Frank Clark. Frank Clark, yes, yep. and I think that's all they have on the line. But I know that they have two middle linebackers. Yeah, that they have play. Anthony Hitchens and Ben Neiman, former <laughs> Iowa players. Yeah, and I don't think Anthony Hitchens plays all that much anymore. I think Ben Neiman's taken over a little bit more. Yeah, I think they have Daniel Sorensen as yeah. like a linebacker, like slot guy. Uh, he plays safety and linebacker. A lot of safeties do that, I think. Yeah, like Amani Hooker at Iowa. That's what uh, he did. Yeah, yeah. At was, Iowa. Um, and uh, they um, was it Jake Travis you're thinking of? No, no. Oh. I, I was thinking of a like Broncos guy. I think his name was Justin Simmons, but that doesn't sound right. Yeah. No, that doesn't. Anyway, you continue talking while I search that up. Because <laughs> I won't be able to... Well, it's your pick. I'm not... I won't be... Oh, okay. Well, then I'll give that just one second. It's not highly important. But uh, I just won't be able to sleep unless I know what that guy... What I was thinking of. Okay, and number three, let's see. I didn't mean to rhyme. I accidentally do it all the time. That's a dad joke. <laughs> uh, okay, let's see. And number three, this one's tough. Also, I forgot to say Clay's Campbell. Oh, uh, yeah, he's a great dude. Donate a lot. Of- I was right. Yes. That was exactly his name. I know exactly who it was the whole time. Okay. Um, well, I was right. It was Justin Simmons was his name. Okay. Uh, but he's going to be a free agent. Um, yeah, Clay's Campbell, great dude. Donate a lot of his charities. Uh. What what are you other stuff? I'm just going on a rant. Who um, are you drafting? Think, I'm thinking of I'm just saying everything that I'm remembering now. Um I'm kidding. Uh basically yeah. Julie Bosa, I'm gonna pick up my number three right end uh, left end. I already picked a right end and he can play both. Julie Bosa he's only actually like twenty six. I thought he was like thirty two. Um you know, he's a young player. Um he's a, he he has that he, other the only like thing that's not very good about him, it, he just he he's prone to injuries. 
He got a couple of injuries last season. The season before, held him back. Um, but yeah, other than that, um, other than injuries, he, he's a pretty solid player overall. And Oliver, who are you drafting at number three? Emmett, you are boring me with the players you're picking. Well, no, I'm just... Uh, well, let's bring some excitement. Um, well, I feel like I'm pretty set on the line, really. Um, there's a lot of great linemen out there, so I, I'm pretty good there. Uh, since you're only drafting two cornerbacks, it really depends on who you're going to draft. So I'm going to draft Stephon Gilmore. Wait, wait, wait. You said, I don't like some of the picks you're picking. They're boring. And then you pick Stephon Gilmore. Yes. Do you know why? Do you know why? I mean, he was kind of a little producer last season. Yeah, but before that that season, wasn't he the best defensive back in the league? Mm, He was a... He literally won an award. He was a good... He won an award for it, Emmett. Okay. Yeah, he has, but I mean, okay, whatever. I I'm just not gonna go on a rant since we're already 13 minutes into this. Um, or you just don't have an explanation? Just no, I do. Okay, I'll continue. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm just like a wind up robot. He's just interesting. Um, so Stephon Gilmore. Uh, well, I mean, he he's definitely out of his prime now. Um. Yeah, he, yeah, he just fell out like this year, like earlier this year. Uh, the Patriots aren't going to pick him up. Plus, he has a big contract. He's probably going to be traded, uh, and he's probably going to be released after the contract. And he probably is going to retire. He's That's only all I'm saying. He's only 28. No, he's not. He's 31. No, he's not. okay. Search it up. Okay, and then you continue explaining. What's your pick? Okay. So I'll search it up. No, no, okay. I just feel like Stephon Gilmore is a good choice, even though I totally diffed it up right now because I have realized that there is other really good center backs. Um, center backs? I mean, cornerbacks. <laughs> I have just realized it, so I have diffed it up. Um, there's one guy that... I've never heard diffed it up. <laughs> All right, I'm going to just go. <laughs> okay. Um, on Wait, number Stephon... four. Stephon... You don't have to yeah. <laughs> You don't have to say when you're typing. I am. Okay, um, yeah, it helps me type. I mean, let's see how old he is. Okay, ha, I was right. How old? He's 30, he's right in the middle of our book. Oh, uh, no, <laughs> not right it? in the middle. Wait, when is his birthday? 1990. No, not what year? <laughs> <laughs> September 19th. Oh, he's about to turn 31 and. <gasps> I was right. But no, I was two months off, and you were two years and ten months. Are you gonna do that? Are you gonna? Okay, just go. Whatever. (laughs) Anyway, so number, um, I just did a little awkward dance. Um, number four, I'm picking Nick Fitzpatrick, who I'll put in my free safety. Um, he, you know, he he's young. He's not quite in his prime yet, but yeah, last year he did great for the Steelers. Um. I don't think he's quite in his prime yet, but I think this year he'll really hit his prime. And, um, he, you know, last season he got a high number of interceptions, which I can't remember what it was, but I think it was six. And I think that, you know, his interception numbers are only going to continue to go up. And, um, especially, well, in a 
division with Oak with an a uh, little above average wide receiver group. You know, you have um, the Bengals. They got a couple of good young guys who um, I'm forgetting their names. John um, Ross and who? Not John Ross. They picked one last year and picked one this year. Jo- they have John Ross. I know, but I'm I'm thinking of two other guys. They, they picked one this year and picked one last year. Oh, uh, not Justin Jefferson. Oh, they picked that. They picked the LSU. Wide receiver, didn't they? Yeah, they, last year they picked a uh, Clemson one. Clemson? Alright. Yeah. Anthony Higgins is one that they got last year. Oh, yeah. And then this one this year. I'm forgetting who it was, but I think it was, I don't know. Oh, uh, it was Jamar Chase. Anyway, two good young wide receivers. And then um, this episode is going to be three hours. Um... We've taken 17 minutes for four picks. And then, um, you know, the Browns, they have Odell Beckham Jr. and Oliver Spitzman. <laughs> I mean, it's not. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and let me just answer your question. This is one recording. <laughs> what is happening? What is end the recording? Let's, let's continue with the show. <laughs> okay, I'm really sorry. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> I think I <laughs> Okay, okay. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> okay, taking money. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a minute. Calm down. Okay. <laughs> Just one second. Just one second. I'll be right back here on. Okay, we're back from our little break and me telling Oliver to stop making funny faces. And, um, it looks like he has stopped. Okay. <laughs> well, he hasn't, but, um, I just won't laugh. So, I just picked Minka Fitzpatrick. Oliver, who are you going to pick at number four? DeForest Buckner. Um, I feel like I'm just going back to uh, the defensive line again. Uh, he's a defense tackle. He's actually really good. Um, he's act- No, he's not really good. He's, ju- he's quite average, actually. Um, he just really popped into my mind there. Um, so, yeah. I mean, uh, who are you going to pick? I forgot the Colts are in the AFC. <laughs> Guess who I'm going to pick? The guy that I was going to pick next. Yeah. Darius Leonard. Great linebacker. He has a ton of sacks. He's like the NFL's. He's like number three in the NFL of sacks. Um, if he's going to pass coverage, he's good at sacks and pass coverage. Uh, he, he can work on his run-stopping game, but he he's above average at that still. Great linebacker and um, Oliver is Olivering. I'm just sitting here. Yeah, it's it's like almost like a ducky, but he's like, "Mm." anyway, Oliver. (laughs) Okay, no, it's like anyway. I'm not gonna explain. This is not. This is not the show that explains Oliver's facial expressions, emotions. Anyway, Oliver, who are you gonna pick after I just stole your next pick? Oh, oh. Um, 
So, I realized it just kind of hit me right now that there's not many middle linebackers to choose from. <gasps> so, the one that popped into my mind was Devin Bush because he's two years in now. He's really good. And, yeah, he just is. I don't, he's just Devin Bush. You're going to pick next. Why don't you take him? I was like, this close to Pope. I was going to, I was going to eventually pick him. Okay. Um, let's see. I need a cornerback now. I'm not going to let you get the first two cornerbacks. Marlon Humphreys, he plays for the Ravens. He's really great. Still pretty young. And, um, yeah, that basically sums it up. Oliver, who are you picking with your sixth pick, I believe? Oliver, what are you... Uh, I'm grinning. He's <laughs> something else today. I don't I, know. No, I was, was grinning. I was grinning just now because I remembered the center back that I want. The, the cornerback. <laughs> the corner, the other cornerback that I wanted that was really good that Emma has just forgot of. Okay. Um, I was going to pick Marlon Humphrey, but... I decided to picture Davies White in your face. Wait, wait, is he, is he not, what? I didn't know he was left. Yeah, exactly. What? I picked him when I could because Emmett would finally realize at one point that he was missing Tredavious White. So, I got Tredavious White, and this is a steal. If you get Tredavious White at the sixth pick, that's a steal. Um, so, that is very good. I think if you get TJ Watt as a, at number two, that's a, even more of a steal. How how good do you think TJ Watt is, dude? The best defensive player in the NFC. Oh. No, Miles Garrett is. Anyway, um, Tredavious <laughs> White. I got Tredavious White. Okay. He's mine, not yours. It's mine. Okay. I'll admit he is probably a little bit better than Marlon Humphrey. But Marlon Humphrey is still a good player. That being said, now I'm gonna get another safety. Just uh, get better safeties than you at least, since you. I don't think you picked a safety yet. <laughs> I have not, but if you pick another safety, I get to pick more. I get to pick two safeties that I I want. You know. Okay, whatever, Oliver. You know, one sec. Let me say something. I promised Oliver I wouldn't pick one safety because I'm nice. So, I'm not going to pick the obvious safety here. I'm going to pick Micah Hyde, former Ho- Iowa Hawkeye, plays for the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> I'm just mocking you, because when you do it, you're like, <laughs> Okay. Oliver, what? what? No, nah, I shouldn't address you as Oliver. Person, what have you done with my half-serious Oliver? <laughs> I flipped him down the toilet. What are you, a five-year-old? What's wrong with you? Flapping your nose, picking your nose. I'm not picking my nose with two fingers. Have a scratch next to it, so you go like this. Attack it with two fingers. Attack it with two fingers. I'm sorry for. I'm sorry you are listening to this. Um, let me see. Yeah. Stop making funny faces, Emmett. 
Mulmer's face. Yours is actually funny. I'm sorry. You're disgracing my face, dude. What is going on? <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna, I should take a nap after this. Anyway, um. <laughs> okay, Oliver. Uh, I'm just picking Micah High, the former Hawkeye, who's good on. He he can do good um, run stop. Uh, he can he can play linebacker occasionally, and he he's a really good pass coverage. He doesn't get a lot of interceptions. But interceptions don't just tell the story of how good you are. And Oliver, <laughs> picking yet another funny face. Um, um no, I'm not. It's all serious now, dude. Anyway, <laughs> okay. So who are you picking at number seven? I'm gonna pick since I need one last defensive line player. That's and true. Emmett. Oh yeah, oh, so, I was uh, the good ones. No, I was about. I saw uh, you already pick all your defense alignment, but um, I just need one more left. So I was gonna pick Jeffrey Simmons, Jr. Uh, because he plays for the Titans and that's in the AFC, and he's actually quite good. Um, because Jeffrey Simmons, uh, I watched him play in like three. I watched like three Titans games, and he demolished the line of scrimmage, um, in an instant. Just to get to the running back, and they only got like a two yard gain. Uh, every play they ran to a side. So yeah, Jeffrey Simmons, he's he's my dude. It's almost a steal picking him at seven, but there is definitely better players to pick. Um, Emmett, who are you going to pick? Well, let's see. Um, I'm gonna get my last corner back here at pick number eight. Xavier Howard, last year's interception leader. Um, you know he he's only really he, he's pretty great at um pass coverage. But like I I like to say, um, interceptions don't tell the whole story of how good you are at pass coverage. Although he he's pretty darn good at pass coverage. Um, can't do much else. But you know at pass coverage he's really great and he's great at making turnovers. So. Yes, um, you know, Oliver, what do you want to say? I raised my head. <laughs> anyway, um, for Xavier and Howard, do you know why he got the most interceptions? Be because the other team threw it to... Oh, wait, let me rephrase that. It's because he was lucky and just in the right position. <laughs> lucky ten times? Yes. Against professional quarterbacks? Yes, the, the just... 32 best in the... But the 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 ball but the, 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 the ball just slipped out of his hand. The ball just slipped. What is that for? It just mm-hmm. slipped out of the quarterback's hand. It's as simple as that. They just threw it straight to him, and he caught it somehow. <laughs> it's physics, dude. What? <laughs> I'm sorry. This is the least serious episode together we've had. Is KOSD or Statline? Yeah, yeah, sure. Other than maybe like very early KOSD. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> he just unplugged my people and Jack. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. All I need is another, yet another break in this, what seems going to be forever long episode. So, guys, um, we took a little break, and we'll get right back. Um, Let's finish this rap before, you know, maybe we die. Um, <laughs> laughing. 
That was sarcastic, but probably not really. Um, let's see. What pick are we on now? Um, I think I just picked Xavier Howard. Oliver, who's your eighth pick? Oh, it's my eighth pick. Um, I'm, I'm going back to linebacker. I need one of those, so I'm going to pick Kyle Van Noy. Um, he's a great pass coverage linebacker. And to help out uh, with Devin Bush, I feel like those guys who work really well together. And <clears throat> Kyle Van Noy has been in the NFL for like, Seven to ten years, I feel like. I think it's like eight. Yeah, you know. So, yeah. Um, so, Kyle Van Noy, he's a great linebacker, actually. Uh, he fills in the gaps when he needs to. But I feel like he's a lot better at pass coverage. Um, Let's see. Oh, only seven years. <clears throat> only, oh, yeah, okay. Only seven years. So, I was right on my original suggestion. Mm-hmm. Um, and for the... Other linebacker that I have in mind to pair him up with, I feel like they'll be unstoppable linebacker force. Um, but let's hope Emmett doesn't pick that linebacker that I have in mind. Emmett, who are you going to pick? I think the linebacker you had. Wait, no, I've already picked all my linebackers. No, you haven't. Yeah, you have an inside linebacker left. TJ, yeah, but I don't think I can place him at inside linebacker. Anyway. Oh my god, this girl's I haven't picked a defensive tackle yet. <sighs> okay, I'm gonna pick keep my cool. Cameron Hayward from the Pittsburgh Steelers. Still a really good player. Um he's getting up there in age, but that's my chair being my chair. Um Yeah, he's getting up there in age, but you know, he he's still good at um run stopping. He gets like six, five sacks every year, but he he gets a lot of run stops. He's kind of like a slightly worse Miles um, Garrett. Anyway, that's my pick at number. Um, what would that even be now? Nine. 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 Oliver, what's your ninth pick? I'm just gonna say for the record, you have already picked T.J. Watt, Minka Fitzpatrick, and Cameron Hayward. Oh my! If you're not watching much. Steelers, you sure pick a lot of their people. Well, I have my next defense tackle probably gonna be a Steeler. So, well, yeah, because I can't pick any more defense alignment. Yep. Um, so Steelers have a good defense. Yeah. So I'm gonna pick. I have two safeties and a linebacker left that I need to pick to close out this draft. Since Matt has picked both of his safeties doesn't matter which order I pick these safeties at, but I'm going to start with Honey Badger. Yep, that's the one I couldn't drop. Yeah, that, that was the steal that I got. I got a steal. Off it's of not a steal. I couldn't pick him. You could pick him 11 and it would still be a steal. Exactly. See? There's a guarantee. I know, but it's still a steal. But anyway, I got him at number nine. So, uh, he, he's just like, I love Honey Badger, and that's kind of why I like, that's kind of like that's why I like the Chiefs is because they have Tyron Matthew, Chris Jones, and uh, Miko Hardman, which is the third string wide receiver. But I do have, uh, I mean, he's the fourth string wide receiver. I do have the third string wide receiver's autograph from the Chiefs training camp, um, Demarcus Robinson. And he actually, I watched him score a touchdown before, which was cool. It was rewarding to see that. Anyway, Emmett, who are you going to pick next? Well, um, now I just need a defensive tackle and an inside linebacker, and, well, you don't need either of these, 
positions. I'll just go with defensive tackles. Stefan Tewitt, he plays for the Steelers. Um, and uh, he's um, poised to this year take over Cameron Hayward's spot. <sighs> All of a sudden, my microphone. But I'm not, I, I've i now become immune to uh, laughing. You know how, like, I get I get allergy shots for, like, my allergies? It's, like, um, immune... <laughs> What's it called? Um, of course you wouldn't know. It's uh, immunotherapy. That's what it's called. This is kind of what this episode has been like. I I now have control over whether I laugh or not. Oh, I don't know what he's doing. Um, so um, anyway, uh, we have gone off track so many times in this episode. He um no. <laughs> Okay, I'm just going to take a... No, 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 no. Stop. Okay, I'll, I'll, stop. I'll stop it. Okay, okay, good. I'll be trying to play a YouTube video <laughs> over this. It's funny, but not appropriate at the... <laughs> okay. He's like, I'm to laugh. Anyway, he's supposed to take over Cameron Hayward. He, he's much better of a pass. Um... Of a pass rusher than Cameron Hayward was and will be. Um, Cameron Hayward is better at running, but I think Stefan Tewitt can take over. And he's still pretty young. I don't know what he is, but I think he's like 27. Anyway, Oliver, who are you drafting? Well, I'm just going to pick my other safety, uh, Derwin James. Uh, he is my dude. Um, I like Derwin James. Uh, he plays for Chargers. Uh, he was out with injury, uh, knee injury specifically all season. Um, so I feel like next year he should probably be really productive. What oh, was there just an echo? I wonder. All right, I'm uh, mm, your turn. I don't know. Anyway, um, no, there's just conversation happening in the background. Like right, back, back, back. Meant, meant, meant. Anyway, let's continue this. Um, oh, I here. Anyway, uh, this is last pick. I'm gonna pick Tremaine Edmonds. Um, let me say that with an accent. Uh, inside linebacker plays for the Broncos. I think he's the best middle linebacker. What does he play for the Broncos? No, his brother does. What team is think, he? Think, think, think. Tremaine at Steel. Plays with AJ. Brown? Epinesa. Bills. He played. I should have drafted AJ Epinesa. He plays for the Bills. Um, oh, yeah. Never mind. I'm now remembering everything about him. Uh, I think he played in the NFL. He was drafted when he was 19. And he's been great ever since he was drafted. Um, he was a rookie last year, I think. Yeah, and he, he's really good at pass coverage. Like, he's, this guy is on another level. No, run defense, dude. He literally had the most tackles as a rookie. Last he, and season. he gets a lot of tackles. That's where I was getting to. Yeah. Anyway, that ends my draft. Oliver, what player is going to end yours? You need a linebacker. Yeah, I know. So I'm just going to get Bradley Chubb. I was thinking of getting Ron Miller, who plays for Denver. And Bradley Chubb plays for Denver. Um, but I didn't want to give Von Miller just because I feel like Bradley Chubb um, is a little bit younger, and if I were to draft 
anyone in Madden, it would never be Von Miller because he, I think, is the oldest player in Madden, except besides no. Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So or Drew Brees, who is now not even in Madden. All right, that is all I got. Yep, so we are in um, the NBA. No, we're not. We're gonna take a break. Another one. And um, one Have sec. Fun. Um, well, no, we're not done yet. We gotta say one thing. Um, don't forget to tell us who won the AFC Defensive Draft. Um, you can send that into the Southern Podcast at gmail.com. That's all lowercase. And thanks for listening to the setup of today's sh- show. Sorry, technical difficulties. Wait. <laughs> So guys, welcome back to this silly, to say the least, episode of the Satline. We are going to do NBA reactions, predictions, and trivia. And, um, okay. So, uh, obviously, a lot of games happen in the NBA over the course of a week. We're going to go all the way back to last Wednesday. Um, or I think the series was tied 2-2. Two to two. Wait, last Wednesday? Yeah. Wednesday? Wednesday. Sunday? No, Wednesday. Oh, wait, oh. Oh, I was in MLB, sorry. So, the series was tied 2-2 at that point. No? No, it wasn't. It was 1-2. The Milwaukee Bucks ended up winning that. Oh, wait, no. No, it was 2-2. My bad. It was 2-2. Two two. After the game, I was wrong, then I was right, and then you were wrong. And then I am right. It is 1-2 to two series. It was 1-2 entering, and then it was 2-2 two two, um, leaving. Yep. And uh, I'll say sideline played the game easily goes Chris Middleton. Popped out for 40 points and um, guarded Devin Booker. Okay. Um, no. Okay. No. Can I say okay? Hold him to under 43. <coughs> okay. My bad. Sorry. Excuse me. Yep. Um, that's so this episode. Um, anyway. Um, also something that really popped out to me is they're handling the ball a lot better. The Bucks where they only had five turnovers. <coughs> Are you okay? Do you need? Do I need to go like go get you some Claritin? No, I'm good. Okay. Um, they have five points in the entire forty minutes, which is like, which is um a turnover every eight <laughs> minutes. He's gonna sneeze again. <laughs> Wait, no. Oh man, it's the most unsatisfying feeling when you feel like you're about to sneeze but you never do. <sighs> most unsatisfying. Feeling. And um, so that's a turnover every eight minutes. Whereas the Suns, they had over three times turnovers. They had. Uh, 17 turnovers, that's a big difference, and I think a major reason why the Bucks won game four. As my recap, silent player of the game goes to Chris Middleton, unless Oliver begs to differ. Oliver, what's your reaction of this game? 
<clears throat> I'm just going to say, the Bucks only had three guys come in off the bench. And, usually at least had five. But Phoenix also had three guys come off the bench. My bad. And <clears throat> I didn't see that at first. Um, but, I feel like the Suns really need to pull it together. Um, their team isn't, like, playing as a whole as good as they were in the first two episodes. I mean, uh, the first two games. Um, yeah, so... They were playing as they were in the first two uh, games. They were playing as a whole, as a team. Uh, they kind of fall apart as a team. Uh, Milwaukee, they're just feeding off of that, uh, getting stronger every every game. Um, so, yeah, that was rightfully so the Bucks won. Um, and we both predicted that one, too, I meant. We both predicted yeah, that we've one. we've all been right so far, and... For game five, though, I would have predicted the Suns. That was a shocker to me. Anyway. <sighs> wait. Oh, yeah, because that was game four. Okay, so we're on game five now. So, oh, series two to two uh, going into it, and series three to two going out of it. I mean, that gives no hint to who won, because you know, it's a tie series. Um, but we will tell you who won. Um, Emmett, you want to start us off? No, I don't. I, I don't want to leave them. No, I'm kidding. Alright, whatever. Here. No, just, uh, uh, no, no, one. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I was hoping to see it. Well, something that happened in the last two games is they were actually up at halftime. And look, look who won those two games, three games that they were up at halftime. Although, I will say in the fifth game, it, it, it was pretty bad in the end of the first, uh, first half of the second. But, you know, they were actually up at half. I think think let's see whatever it was it was close um i think it was 67 uh, 63 but um all i'm saying is the bucks were able to keep it close it wasn't a big lead that they'd come from behind against the suns which it was in the first two games the bucks play again uh this evening watch that game i think six eight central time um and the Bucks could win, or the Suns could force a game seven. We'll see. A second play of the game, we probably have to go to Drew Holiday. He played great defense. And um, uh, that's all for my recap. Oliver, what do you, what do you have to say? <clears throat> Let me just add on to this, Emmett. Drew Holiday, even though he might not be much of a scorer, he creates opportunities for his teammates. Um, so 13 assists. Is equivalent to 26 points. Well, he game. also had 27 points in the last game. Exactly. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, he did. He did very good. So I agree with that. Um, anyway, Milwaukee. This is at Phoenix. So this was a big win. Uh, for, for Milwaukee. Uh, they're gonna have to force Phoenix into a tough situation here. Going back to Milwaukee tonight. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So it should be. Should be. It, this was a fun game. Actually, it seemed like. Um, but yeah, more, I mean, Phoenix has not really been like themselves, but I predicted this game as well. Um, I'm happy to say, uh, do we write this down somewhere? Like what are, we, let's write down our predictions. So we remember who predicted what I remember. Uh, well, it'll just be helpful anyway into the predictions. Um, and then following this, we have trivia. So Mm -hmm. we'll do. Tonight's game? Yep, tonight. Okay. I don't think that there's another game until Friday. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see. 
Anyway. Um. Anyway, Oliver. Uh, so Suns are at the Bucks. At the Milwaukee Bucks, 8 p.m. Central Time tonight. I think that. You know, I think that the Suns are gonna win. Coming into this, I thought it was gonna be Bucks. I'm like, I'm predicting Bucks, Bucks, Bucks. I think the Suns have what it takes. Um, as long as DeAndre Ayton, I think that they're able to control Giannis and Kadupo. Um, and Devin Book and Chris Paul are able to have thirty-plus point games, and uh, Giannis is held to under thirty points. Drew Holiday is held to under fifteen. And the Suns are able to pull out a win via defense. You know, like it, I'm imagining a game like 90 to 80. That's what I'm saying. They force a game seven, but I'm not gonna say who I think will win that. We'll see. And um, oh yeah, guess what? The tickets have gone from 473 dollars lowest to 1,073. What? That's a 600 jump from when I last checked a week ago. Isn't that crazy? A thousand dollars for one ticket. For a game of basketball, a thousand dollars for 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 forty eight minutes of basketball. Forty eight minutes. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, <clears throat> it's just the environment, you know. Anyway, so I know a lot of Milwaukee fans would probably be willing to play pay that just because of like you yeah. know when are the Bucks gonna have this kind of luck again. It's not luck, it's skill, yo. Well, I okay, okay. Let, anyway, let, let me get into my prediction. So the Suns have what it takes, but will they clean up their mistakes? Bars. You don't mean to rhyme, but yeah, yeah bars. bars. Bars, man. Anyway, um, will the Suns clean up their mistakes? No. I have the Bucks winning. Period. Okay. They both score over 100 points this game. I feel like Bucks, eh, 120. Phoenix, eh, 120-ish. You know, they'll have a little under 120. Bucks will have, like, 123 or something. All right, that is my prediction. Um, the, uh, the Phoenix has not won a game at Milwaukee, and that is kind of what led me to believe that they're not going to do well. Well, let me say, before game yeah. five, um, the Bucks kind of won a game at the Suns. And just saying. Yeah, but the Bucks were supposed to win that game. We'll see. It's like WWE, they man. They were supposed to win. That was a shocker. No, that no. was not a shocker. Anyway, let's go into NBA All-Star Trivia. And Oliver, could you please grab the piece of paper from under your chair? Is that the right one? That's formerly known as. That's a different potential trivia we were talking about doing. Oh. And also, I'm very sorry that uh, we've kept the episode going this long. We just reached 47 minutes. And, um, cool beans. Anyway, cool beans. So, Oliver's asking me the first question. What player has played the most, what, in the most NBA All-Star games? Wait, here. We'll give you three options. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Okay. Michael Jordan. Okay. Or Kobe Bryant. Uh, you know... I think that I'm going through this logically thinking that any of I'm just gonna get say that I think that any of these have a potential chance. 
that's why I did those yeah. three. But I feel that Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant are ones that you are like, those those guys are goats. Um, so they don't. I mean, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, he's great. But in my mind, I'm like when I think of goats, I'm MJ, uh, Kobe, LeBron. I don't think of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Bill Russell. Bill Russell. Yep, he's the true goat. Like fourteen rings, jeez, I, that dude's. Oh man, he would have been so much better. Fingers. He would have been so much better. He, you know, he he's like uh, one ring, um, one finger on every ring. Uh, he wears two rings as earrings. He sells one to pay for one to go. Um, like you know, like stud forehead stud. Yeah, yeah that's how I think. Um, how oh, you should use him anyway. I'm gonna go cream Abdul Jabbar. Because you saw the paper. I didn't see the paper. Yeah, whatever. Well, I also know he played for a long time. Yeah, and he was okay. really good. What year was the first NBA All-Star game played? I'll give you a couple of options. Um, Was it 1944, 1951, 19, or 1966? 1951. Yep, and who won the East or the West? I didn't know it was 1951. Huh. West. Nope. Wait, how do you you know? I read the paper. Anyway, continue. Oh, man. It wasn't even a close game. Anyway. It was 111 to 94. Anyway. Uh, let's see. What is the record for most points scored by a player... In an all-star game. Um, okay, what are some options? I know this should be around 80. Wait, let me cross off the ones that I'm done. Okay. okay. Um, let's see here. Wait, one sec. Let me say something. What? Okay, this, um, this trivia is NBA All-Stars um, by Sports Quiz. It was written by George Dickey. There you go. Okay. Anyway, um... I bet he just looked at it. So let's see. LeBron James. LeBron James. Bill Russell. Or Kobe. Anthony Davis. Who scored the most in all-star game? It's definitely not Anthony Davis. Who are the other options? Bill Russell or LeBron James. I... Don't think it was Bill Russell since we were just talking about how he is uh the finger thing. I think it's LeBron James. What's the correct answer? Anthony Davis. What? Fifty-two points in two thousand seventeen. What? Yeah, that was his rookie year too. Seriously? No, it was not his rookie year. And mm-hmm. wait, he—that's true. Yeah, it's true. Well, it's on the paper. That just blew my mind. I thought uh, Kobe put like 80 points up in his final All-Star game. Anyway, let's see. No, that was his final regular game. Okay. Oh, yeah. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Just pick one that you'll probably. Okay. And then exit out. Exit out the ones that, yeah, we're not going to do. Just pick one that is somewhat okay. easy. Um, what player has won the most All-Star MVP awards? Um, let's see. Let's, let's see. Um, would it be, um, would it be 
Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, or Bob Petit? Kobe Bryant. Incorrect. Kobe Bryant and Bob Petit each one of four times. Yep, I just played dirty. Oh, there you go. Stupid. Also, I didn't cross it up, so I'll let you do that. Also, that was number five. Yeah, I know. Um, and this episode, I think, has just passed 52 minutes. Alright, we'll do two more. One for Emmett, one more for me. Yep. I wonder when this was made here. We're crossing off number 10, because that's by year. Um, who is the all-time leading rebounder in all-star competition? All-time leading rebounder. Yes. Okay, three okay. options now. Whoa. Okay. Um. Bill Russell. Yep. This one's gonna be easy. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yep. Or Wilt, Wilt Chamberlain. Wilt Chamberlain. Easy. Yes. How many? How many All-Star games did he play? How many All-Star games did he play? It's a lucky number. Wait. It's a lucky number. Thirteen. Yes. Um. And he pulled over a hundred and fifty. Try to guess how many. Over 150 what? Rebound? Rebound, yeah. 197. Anyway. Um, I, mean, I don't know anybody you're trying to get me to guess. One more. One more here. I thought you were asking me 150. He got 150. No, he, he, I like, no, he pulled, he pulled uh, over 150. So it was 197. Okay, and this one should be a nice and hard one. Uh, Tang down. Ha, ha, ha. What city has the mo- hosted the most all-star no, games? No, don't! I crossed that one out for a reason! Oh, I didn't see that. Okay, I'll do another one. Um, what conference has more all-star victories, the East or the West? Easy. West. East. 37 to 30. What? That sucks. Anyway, so I think I'm gonna- I think Emmett won the trivia. Uh, I hope probably. Guys, I hope you guys had fun doing this trivia. Yeah. Um. We definitely had a fun time. Yep. Um. Thanks for listening to this very, very, very long episode of the Stat Line. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to send in who you think had the better AFC All-Star defense, and uh, you can send that into the Stat Line Podcast at gmail.com. All lowercase. We'll see you next time right here on the Stat Line. Music for the stat line was created by Forrest Houston Films and yours truly. Managed by Oliver Nice and Emmett Ross. And apparently to me, I am no longer yours truly. See ya.